Hey folks, Sam Whitfield here. I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you for downloading the audio podcast and listening to the show wherever you may be. I really appreciate it. And I would like to let you know that you can also now support the show directly via Anchor. If you go to anchor.fm forward slash Whitfield Report, you can now support the show using Apple Pay or Android Pay on your mobile device, depending on which type of phone you have. And you can contribute $1, $5, or $10 as the three levels of contribution. I would really appreciate anything that you can give. Every little bit helps the show. And you can find the link to support the show directly in your show notes, depending on which app you're using. I would really appreciate the support if you can. If not, please uh, continue to support the show by giving us a rating on iTunes and sharing with your friends. Thank you very much, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Greetings to you, podcast listeners. Man, what a spectacular week it's been, huh? Justice Brett Kavanaugh is now officially on the Supreme Court, ladies and gentlemen. It's been one hell of a battle, but this week on the podcast, we are celebrating. In fact, this week on the podcast, I've done something that I've never done before. Well, maybe one other time, but I don't do it often. I drank a beer live on it on air. Just like Brett Kavanaugh, I love beer. I always loved beer, and I will continue to love beer. I drink responsibly, but if any of you follow me on uh, Instagram, you know that I'm a beer enthusiast, a responsible one at that. Uh, and... Honestly, the Kavanaugh beer memes have, uh, you know, they've become a thing, which is awesome. So I thought, what better way to celebrate Kavanaugh's uh, confirmation than to share a beer uh, with the audience live on the show. And you guys in Podcastville are more than welcome to uh, join me for a beer as well. So, uh, just sit back, relax, and, uh, you know, choose a brew of your choice and, uh, listen to the show. We're going to talk about the aftermath of Kavanaugh's confirmation, and on a more serious note, ladies and gentlemen, what this means for the future of conservative politics and elections going forward. We've won the battle, but trust me, the war is not over to make America great again. We're just getting started. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Cheers to you. Well, folks, welcome to the Whitfield Report. I am your host, Sam Whitfield broadcasting live from NGC1 
here in uh, South Florida. I want to thank you so very much for joining me tonight. And what a glorious night it is, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for being here. Contact info as usual. You can follow me on Twitter at SamWNDC. You can follow me uh, on Instagram also at SamWNDC. Follow me on Gab at SamWhitfield. TheSamWhitfield.com is my website. Facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report. And as always, if you're listening to this on the audio podcast, please leave us a. Uh, a nice rating and a review on iTunes and uh, Apple Podcasts and help the podcast grow. Folks, I want to uh, thank you for joining on the program tonight. And man, oh man, folks, it is, uh, it is victory time here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We have scored a massive victory uh, today, Justice Brett Kavanaugh was confirmed to the Supreme Court, uh, earlier today, there was a vote, and he's been, and he's been confirmed officially as an Associate Justice of the Supreme Court. So, uh, in honor of him, I want to go back and play for... Uh, you a pivotal moment of uh, the uh, at least for me it was pivotal this was the point at which I really just fell in love in a manly way uh, with uh, Kavanaugh so uh, let me let me find the clip here you'll uh, you'll know what this is Trust me. Uh, and uh, I and let me just say this, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for those of you watching on stream and for those of you uh, watching at home, I hope you brought something to uh, to drink with you here tonight. It is imperative that you do because we're celebrating here on the show. Wait, no, that's not. That's an, not it. Hang on, this is a lot. This is this is exactly why I need a uh, a producer. Yeah. Drum roll. Okay, maybe it's uh. Let, let me see here. Okay. Uh. Yeah the the clip isn't showing up. Uh, unf- unfortunately, but nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Kavanaugh has made it to the Supreme Court. The justice who likes uh. Beer. So, in honor of uh, his confirmation, I'm going to do something I rarely do on air. And for those of you who uh, are listening to the auto podcast, I'm cracking 
a nice cold uh, Miller High Life. No, it's not my favorite beer, but that's all uh, we have in the house right now. So, and that's not, this isn't a paid endorsement either. I just, like Kavanaugh himself has always said, I've always drank beer, I love beer, and I will continue to, to drink beer. So, from all of us here at the Whitfield Report, uh, and in the Danger Zone, I just want to say, cheers to you, Justice Kavanaugh. And cheers to, uh, Lindsey Graham and to, uh, even Jeff Flake, who I was surprised, uh, voted for Kavanaugh's confirmation, but, you know what, let's, let's hear for due process actually, uh, you know, coming through and whatnot, so, uh, you know, I am, I am just stoked, ladies and gentlemen, I, I honestly don't think I've been this elated, honestly, since Trump's election. The moment, the moment I realized that Trump was going to be be president, I don't think I've I've been this elated since that moment. That's how excited I was um, for Kavanaugh to get confirmed. And uh, I wanted to crack a beer earlier uh, today, Aiden. I decided to save this for you, Savages, because this is how much you guys mean to me. I do want to play uh, a few other clips. So uh, this was pretty much my reaction upon hearing that Kavanaugh got confirmed. And I think this was the reaction of basically all my fellow, uh, you know, people in the in the danger zone. I know for sure, and uh, conservatives across the country. This was my this was my reaction. Yep. Our boy is on the Supreme Court officially, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, I just love it. I absolutely love it. Let me just play that, that again. That, that was every conservative on Twitter today, ladies and gentlemen. That was every conservative on Twitter and on uh, Instagram and social media. We we've won the battle. It was it was glorious. Meanwhile, this was the reaction of. Uh, meanwhile, this was the reaction of uh, every lib um, out there. Not really surprising. And, uh, you know, I don't play this clip all the time, but I'm glad I have it saved because, uh, you know, this one never gets old. Never. Let's see. Ah, here it is. 
All right, yeah, this, so this was universally the left's response to uh, Kavanaugh's confirmation today. Same reaction as Trump. Donald J. Trump is now president of the United States. Cheers! What a great honor to be able to introduce for the first time ever anywhere the 45th president of the United States of America, Donald Sorry <laughs> to my world. I am so sorry to my world. This is not what we want. It's a. There's so much potential. No, but it's exactly what we want. Okay, shut up. Shut up. Yeah. Uh, Island, welcome to the show. I'm drinking uh, Miller High Life. Yeah, leftist tears and a high life. Bottle, Jeff, Jeff, you you nailed it. You absolutely, you absolutely nailed it. And believe me, I've got a fridge filled to the brim with, uh, you know, liberal tears. That that would actually, holy crap, that would be a genius um, idea for a for a for like a conservative brewery. Just like if we wanted, if we wanted to start one, I, I, I know that someone's going to listen to this podcast and run with it. And if you do, please give me a cut because, you know, I'm the one who's kind of come up with this idea. I, I'm sure, I'm sure, Island. I know, I know you're the savvy businessman, so we can, you know, figure something out with that. But yeah, this, uh, that just that scream never gets old. And, uh, you know, by the way, I, I found the, uh, I found the clip from earlier that I was looking for. It, it, it alluded to me. It alluded me, but I, I found it, so. We drank beer. She had one beer at the party and had beers with. And having some beers with friends or just to meet up and have some beers. Drinking beer, which I gladly do. I like you beer. Have that. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not? Um, what do you like to drink? Next one is Senator. What do you like? Judge, to drink? have in you? In any event, we drank beer and and uh, still do. So whatever. I think you've probably had beer, Senator, and and so. So I, you're saying there's never been a case where you drank so much that you didn't remember what happened the night before or part of what happened? That's you're asking about. Yeah. Blackout. Oh yeah, plenty of times. Oh wait, she's not. Could you? She's not talking to me. But uh, no. In uh, all seriousness, though, folks, this is this is what this is why people love Kavanaugh. I I I really do think that this is when, in, including me, this is really when I uh, fell fell in love with Kavanaugh because, on a serious note, you realize that he's. That even though he went to, you know, law school and has been on in the Bush administration and countless, uh, you know, other important, he, he's still just a regular guy, much like Trump. Trump and Kavanaugh are both, they're powerful people, but they're both salt of the earth 
just average, ordinary, everyday, American, red-blooded, you know, guys. And that's everything that the fucking left absolutely hates and that they've been trying to destroy for, uh, you know, the last 40 years. And, uh, you know, men and and women, thank God, you know, there there are women out there who, you know, can see through this uh, sham to the, uh, the Christine Ford sham. Thank God there are enough of us out there left, you know, to say no. Enough with this, uh, BS. We're gonna confirm, we're gonna confirm him and that's exactly what we did. But, by the way, I, I, I love, I, I didn't do this on purpose, but now I'm looking at this. Let me move, uh, my lower third. You can see Kavanaugh Folks, for those of you listening on the audio podcast, you won't—you obviously can't see this, but uh, on my screen right now, where I have paused, you can see—you uh, know—Kavanaugh has like a smirk on his face, and then in the background, you can see like a Mo- Alyssa Milano back there, and she just has like a—she just has like a destitute look on her face, uh, and that was during the hearing. Imagine how, uh, you know, she's feeling today after, uh, this happened. Like I said, liberal tears in a bottle. Um, in all seriousness, though, I I did find a clip from, uh, Fox News about the, uh, confirmation hearing. So, uh, you know, this, this is... A semi-news show, so uh, let's pull that up. The 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 analysis uh, from Fox News, you know, was was pretty good here. Uh, Dana Perino does the commentary on this, and uh, she worked with Kavanaugh and the Bush administration, and it seems to be a pretty accurate summary of the actual events of what happened. So, anyway, next clip. Uh, clip number two, roll the tape. Dana Prino, host of The Daily Briefing here on Fox News. She joins us from New York. All right, Dana, um, listen, you have more personal connection uh, and networking with the Kavanaugh's than most of us do, having worked in Bush 43 White House. Um, how do you think their family must feel after what they've been through to get to this day? I was thinking about that, you know, possibly completely shattered um, in terms of exhaustion, uh, relieved, possibly a little euphoria as well. Um, and also maybe quite reflective. I think that one of the things you saw from Brett Kavanaugh when he testified is he talked about his faith. He has a strong faith in the Lord and that he was relying on that faith in order to help get him through. He also reveres the Constitution, loves the Constitution and the law. And I, maybe after tonight, I think he's probably already thinking ahead to the cases that will come before. In public, on TV. ends us for a rally with a significant campaign promise kept and also just a unified Republican Party unlike we have seen in possibly 10 years. Dana, I... I... Okay, I want to pause it here. Uh, Those of you on the uh, audio podcast won't be able to hear this, but there, on the uh, the right side of the screen, you can see the Fox News uh, panel here. And... And then on the left side, you can see these, uh, you know, protests, um, 
you know, on the left side of the Fox News panel. Let me uh, scroll back here. Okay, yeah. There's there's one sign that like says the old white male Republican Senate does not respect women. <sighs> Such a cop out. Okay, why? Just because we believe in due process and uh, we believe in actually gathering facts. That's where all this. That's where all. That's where all this stuff is coming from. The left. It's just. It's it's emotional over the over the facts. There, obviously, obviously it's a sign, but there there's. But if I were if I were there, I would I would go up and say, okay, what's your evidence? Where is the actual? Uh, you know, I, I would I would challenge her like uh, Andrew Breitbart used to do. Andrew Breitbart, there's a there's a famous video of him uh, back in 2010 or 2011. Where uh, one of the, uh, at the time it was Occupy Wall Street, but he uh, he went up to Occupy Wall Street. They were protesting Glenn Beck at like one of the uh, at one of the rallies Glenn Beck was holding, and uh, the sign was something akin to like Glenn Beck was a racist. And Andrew Breitbart literally went up to the the protester and uh, asked him, you know, where, where's your evidence? Where's your evidence? And the, the protester, uh, you know, shied away from Breitbart, uh, you know, because he had, he had no evidence. Breitbart was a badass that way. And, uh, you know, we, we need to confront these people more and, you know, thank God we are that way. So, um, I mean, I, Island's hitting it on, the, on the, the nail on the head, too. The left are like a skin rash, rubbed raw. They're, o they're over, overly sensitive to anything and everything. That, I also think, though, partially that they're at, that they're acting, too, Island. I mean, a, a large percent of them are generally oversensitive, but, I also think that there's a large part of the contingent that also knows. They have to know, some of them, that everything that they're doing is BS. So anyway, uh, let me, so anyway, let me uh, continue playing this clip uh, of Dana Perino and the analysis on Kavanaugh's confirmation because I do want to get through this. And, uh, you know, this was a victory, but it's also... I think this is a map of things to come in both a good way and a bad way. And I'll explain why a after. Uh, continuing on, though. So, a lot of gratitude for the president who first hired him uh, in the Bush 43 White House and put him on the circuit court, but then the president who stuck by him and nominate nominated him and stuck by him, and that is President Trump, who goes now tonight to Kansas for a rally with a significant campaign promise kept, and also just a unified Republican Party, unlike we have seen in possibly 10 years. Dana, I, I want to ask you, 
on a kind of personal level about Brett Kavanaugh, because you did work with him in the Bush 43 White House. And for those of us who've been following him uh, in public on TV, there really have been three Brett Kavanaugh's we've seen. First of all, the legal scholar, immensely comfortable discussing uh, judicial decisions, rulings, precedents in his original uh, Judiciary Committee briefing. Then the interview with our colleague Martha McCallum, where he seemed very constrained, very uncomfortable, understandably so, dealing with the charges. And then the kind of Kavanaugh unplugged that we saw in his second Judiciary Committee testimony when he was very fiery and really took on the Democrats in, in a very contentious way. Your view, which, which is the real Brett Kavanaugh? Well, I think, look, uh, he's, a, he's a total human, right? He's uh, the full spectrum. He's exceedingly gracious, also an exceeding uh, intellectual. Uh, I remember one thing, Chris. Uh, in 2005, I was a spokesperson for John Roberts. He had just been nominated to uh, replace Justice Sandra Day O'Connor, who, if you'll remember, she resigned, and it was quite a surprise to everyone, but uh, President George W. Bush had a list of possible nominees. John Roberts was the choice, and I remember as a press officer, I was getting so many questions, so many legal questions I couldn't answer. I'll never forget, it was a Friday night about 7.30 p.m. If you've ever waited tables, I felt like I was in the weeds. That means you're just out of control. You have too many requests, you don't know what to do with them. About 7.30 at night on a sun, uh, summer evening, and I went downstairs to the staff secretary's office, and he was still there, as usual, and I knocked on the door and I said, I'm sorry to bother you, Brett, but I need some help. And he sat with me for about an hour and 30 minutes and explained to me all of these different cases I was being asked about, one of them being Roe v. Wade and the right to privacy and that connection there, and explaining how this had happened in the Supreme Court over a long period of time. And then you could go out with him at night and have a good time and a, and a laugh. I never saw any bad behavior by Brett Kavanaugh, only an exceedingly gracious person. And uh, is is that the end of the clip? Yeah, it's the end of the clip. And uh, you know, there you have it. Very, uh, very gracious, very uh, intelligent, very down to earth. Also, also very willing to defend his, uh, you know, honor and his reputation. Um, very, very level headed. Um, very passionate though, though, too. Everything that we would want in a su Supreme Court justice. And thank God he, he got in. I mean, it, it seems like he should have gotten in, right? Um, and entirely, hey, hey, Cheddar, thanks for, uh, tuning in. Um, but, you know, there was some, um, there were, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, I did have some some doubts that the uh, that the left was going to out virtue uh, signal stuff. Um, so you know, like like I said, I'm I'm just I don't know what to say. I'm I'm thrilled that uh, Kavanaugh's in there. And, uh, you know, we had one hell of a fight uh, getting him in, and we have one hell of a fight, uh, you know, in November and uh, leading up to 2020. Uh, this was a great uh, battle in terms of 
you know, getting Kavanaugh confirmed and supporting him. But folks, uh, think here is the negative. Not necessarily of Kavanaugh getting confirmed, but we have witnessed now what the left is willing to do. I mean, we witnessed it in 2016 with Trump, but obviously this, in my opinion, what, what the left tried to do to Brett Kavanaugh is mind-boggling, quite simply. Christine Ford should have never even been taken seriously as a viable witness based on everything that has come out on her now. Okay, and for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, uh, I guess there was... A boyfriend, an ex-boyfriend of uh, hers, who contacted the Senate Judiciary Committee and basically explained um, that she had, in fact, uh, had knowledge of how of how polygraphs uh, work. Remember, in the beginning of her uh, opening statements, she had said something. One of the uh, you know the the lady who was questioning her. Uh, had asked, you know, do you have any experience uh, operating polygraphs or, you know, manipulating them? No, never. And, uh, you know, I guess this, the boyfriend basically, uh, you know, came out and, and said, uh, you know, no, that's not true. She's actually written papers about that. And then they did some digging and found out, oh, you know, that was true. And they found out, like, multiple other things about that basically shot her credibility uh, to, to shreds. So, my point being, and believe me, I'm glad all of this came out, but they should have, they should have investigated all of her credibility before, uh, you know, granting her a televised, um, you know before granting her a televised hearing. Now, I realize that the televised part was the attorney's idea, as far as we know. But still, it, it should have never gotten to that level. And, I mean, I've, I've got to give the left credit. They ran a hell of a... They, they, ran, they ran one hell of a psyop, uh, you know, to try and get people you know, disillusioned about Kavanaugh. It, it was a, it was a valid, uh, you know, effort and it failed. And believe me, I'm, I'm happy to gloat and celebrate and, and mock them and, uh, you know, drink beer. But I do think that we should take this as a warning sign because if they're literally willing to, to basically fabricate Kate shit now about, Anyone in in potential positions of power who are conservative or who have, uh, you know, Christian or, uh, you know, constitutional or libertarian beliefs, what have you, if they're willing to basically fabricate stories like that, uh, you know, about decent people, 
and whatnot. Imagine what they're going to try and do with Trump in, in 2020. They're probably going to, you know, if you thought the Russiagate stuff was a big farce and a fabrication, well, they're probably going to ramp up like a PSYOP that's even, you know, more cockamamie. And believe me, I think we've shown that we can deconstruct, that we can deconstruct, uh, you know, everything and get to the truth. That is what, that is what is uh, great about independent media and whatnot. But it's just, it's just the, uh, the fake news that the left, uh, you know, likes to create. And now, you know, the, the fake allegations, uh, and whatnot in these, uh, you know, kind of these kangaroo courts on public opinion, we can beat them, but they're really hard. We can beat them, but they're, they're a distraction from the main goal, which is to make, which is to make America great again, right? It's like in a video game where you want to go, you know, beat the main boss, and you kind of can in some of these games, but you also have to contend with, like, all of these sub-boss battles sometimes. I don't game as much anymore, but that's the best, uh, you know, analogy I can think of. You don't necessarily have to do the side, the side quests, but, you know, it, it makes the game a lot harder if you don't. That's what... That that is what uh, dealing with all of these you know kangaroo courts of public opinion are, are like, and uh, you know we're going to have to bring our a game in the future for sure because if the left is uh, you know vicious now, they're going to be extremely vicious in the future, even more so. Uh, I think Dan Bongino, who uh, has a terrific podcast. I don't have a clip from his show, but he he basically uh, says that um, he basically says that we are in a street fight now with the left. Okay, politics is a street fr- fight, and uh, you know, like or not, like ladies and gentlemen, the the, the time for uh, civil discourse. Uh, and the time for sitting down and having a, a debate with these people, national review op-ed style, um, that's done. That's been done, and that's not by our choice. I'm not saying I like it, but we can't sit down over, you know, coffee or have like a Lincoln Douglas uh, style debate with people who fundamentally see us all as, you know, backwards racists or, you know, neo-Nazis or whatnot. People who, you know, would genuinely like to take us all out, okay? It's, the left no longer sees us as people who they just disagree with politically. No, they see us as, um horrible human beings, horrible fundamental human beings, and granted, I'm not saying I'm a saint, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but as anyone who spends any time with me 
for any amount of time can tell you. I I I I consider myself a pretty a pretty nice guy for the most part. I'll sit down and have a conversation with anyone about anything as long as they're wanting to keep it civil. But the the hardcore left is not willing to do that anymore. They want to literally destroy us all. I mean, you know, if you need evidence of that, think back to like, you know, two weeks ago, my friend Leo Stratton, who was a citizen journalist in uh, Portland, Oregon, he died in uh, a, uh, a trucking accident, and yeah, I still have my suspicions that that might have been an Antifa hit, uh, and you know, in case you missed that show, uh, go back and listen to it, or it's in the YouTube archive, but regardless, the left was celebrating his death. They didn't know him. They didn't have any evidence to say that he, that Leo was an evil man. Uh, and yet, they were literally celebrating the fact that he died, tragically, in an accident. I didn't even show that much malice towards John McCain <laughs> when he passed. You know, I, I don't, I disagreed with McCain as a, uh, as a politician and I don't, you know, necessarily like the, like the stuff that he's done with the military industrial complex. But I do, but I at least did feel some sympathy for his, uh, daughter and, uh, for his family. I, I was at least courteous that way. Um, so... You know, civility among the left is dead, so therefore civility in politics is dead. And, uh, you know, I'm not, just to be clear, I'm not advocating for uh, the right to go and do anything violent either. But I'm just, you know, we should try and remain civil where we can, but... Every time they get up in our face and shout things at us, we need to get in their face and shout things back. It's, uh, you know, the age of, like I said, the age of civility in politics is unfortunately over. I'd like to return to that stage one day, and I'm hoping that the true liberals out there, the, the true JFK, K-type Democrats, who I may disagree with policy-wise, but who I can sit down and have discussions, I, I hope they'll come back. I, ho I hope so. I genuinely do. And if you're out there, please, I'm begging you, kick the radical communist le lefties out of, your part out of your party. But sadly, I might be talking to a demographic that doesn't even exist anymore. It's crazy. It is, uh, you know, crazy. Uh, let's see. Ah, Jolly McCain's tumor deserves <laughs> the Medal of Honor. Oh, God, yeah, um, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, that's, that's pretty funny. Uh, speaking of, 
savagery and, and stuff, though. I just, I just have to uh, read this, though. I found this to be pretty uh, hilarious, though, too, folks. Uh, I don't know. So I don't know if any of you uh, heard about this on uh, Thursday, but uh, Emily Radajkowski, or however her name is uh, pronounced, She's an she's a sports illustrated swimsuit model and uh not gonna lie, she's pretty hot, but uh you know even so, uh I guess she um well she got arrested for uh at the uh Kavanaugh protest, which I found Hilarious. I thought I had this bookmarked, uh, too, but oh well. Um, okay, let me see if I can pull this article up. I, I, I don't want to add one, but the, the article I found was actually pretty, pretty funny, but, uh, yeah, long. So, anyway, uh, bear with me. So. Island, it's it's good to have you back in the uh, the chat. Um, we've uh, we've missed you. So are you, are you going to be doing streams again soon? Okay, uh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. This got even. This got even better. Oh, okay, yeah, this, this, uh, got, oh, yeah, this is, this is too good not to, uh, read on air, okay, and I, I usually don't go, go to CNN here at all, but it's, it's, this is just too good not, not to, oh, and the, I'll read the article, and then I guess there's video here, too. Alright, uh, from CNN, from CNN Headline News, okay, uh, here's the, here's the headline. Amy Schumer and M Emily Ratajkowski were arrested in Kavanaugh protest. Uh, written by Emanuela Grinberg on CNN. Okay, CNN headline. Comedian Amy Schumer, well, alleged comedian Amy Schumer, and model actress Emily Ratajkowski were among more than 300 people arrested Thursday in protests over Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. Hundreds of people turned up at this at a U.S. Senate building in the nation's capital to challenge Kavanaugh's nomination after three women accused him of various forms of sexual misconduct. Schumer and Radzikowski were among them. Were among them. Yeah, I don't want photos. I don't want to see photos of uh, Schumer. Sorry. What, Sam? That's sexist. Yeah, I know. Well, not it's not sexist. Uh, I mean, it's she's un she's unfunny. Uh, 
Capitol Police said they arrested 302 people during the demonstration. Video from the scene shows the two actresses, actresses in air quotes, being uh, detained after an, a- after an officer asked them if they wanted to be arrested. Okay, uh, you're joking, right? And here's a tweet from uh, Benny Johnson, who is also hilarious. You're joking, right? Arrested? I watched the cops walk up to you and politely ask if you wanted to be arrested. You and Amy Schumer said yes. Then you both just sat comfortable on the floor until the cops gave you a special response and slightly uh, brought you up. No, CNN. I do not want your emails. Fuck off. Um, Sorry, Papa bad. I can't believe I have to do this, Emrata, but here's the video and you and Amy Schumer verbally agreeing to be arrested. That's the funny thing about this, too, is there were all these headlines that, you know, were saying that they got arrested, but, I mean, she was allowed to Instagram, she was allowed to literally Instagram her arrest, too, which, uh, you know, so it was basically a big PR stunt, so... Uh, okay. Uh, additional footage shows them waiting to be processed near a wall of officers. Uh, Schumer told a CNN producer she was arrested. Uh, Roger Joukowsky said on social media that she was arrested too. Okay, this is the hilarious part of her tweet. Today, I was arrested protesting the, uh, Supreme Court nomination of Brett Kavanaugh. A man who has been accused by multiple women of sexual assault. Men who can hurt, who hurt women, but can no longer be placed in positions of power. Well, he didn't hurt a woman, Emily. Yeah, I, I would, I, I agree with you. Men who hurt women should not be in positions of power. And guess what? They're not. They're absolutely fucking not. Okay, uh, let's see. The two were among crowds of activists who descended on Capitol Hill while lawmakers reviewed the FBI report on the allegations against Kavanaugh. Um, okay. Yep, there's uh, Emily's tweet. Okay. Okay. Now, Brian, now you can take your pants off. So, uh, yeah, for the, for those of in the, in the, uh, on the audio podcast, who are wondering what I'm talking about, our one of our uh, main moderators here on the uh, the chat, Brian, he, he always says that he uh, that he wants to take off. That he always wants to take his pants off during during stream. Well, I mean, yeah. Let's see. Uh let's see. Tell me you didn't fall off a cliff. Uh, okay, yeah, back to the article. Protesters gathered at the Hart Senate building atrium after Capitol Police barricaded the front of the Capitol. The Women's March, a liberal organization uh, that originated as a a grassroots movement in opposition to President Donald Trump. Uh, okay. (laughs) Oh, let's see. Yeah, but 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 okay. Yeah, so long story short, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, uh, she was arrested pretty much for uh, 
or not really an arrest, she was escorted politely for, uh, you know, for, uh, I mean, who, folks, she wasn't even, even arrested, who am I kidding, this was a PR, this was a PR stunt, and, uh, I, I think, like, the charge was he wasn't wearing a bra, or anything, which, uh, you know, I'm okay with that. Sam, what? Yeah, you. Yeah, that's right. You, you heard. You heard me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. She. uh... <laughs> you know. <laughs> I um. You know. I. 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 I usually like uh things that are blonde and pretty, but uh, you know, Emily Ratajkowski only hit, hits the uh. You know, hot crazy ratio perfectly. Amy Schumer, on the other hand, uh, meh, not really. Okay, uh, let's see. Okay, now there's video of this uh, arrest going on. So uh, let's see what let's let's play this um, on YouTube. Okay. Hopefully I don't get, uh, hopefully this doesn't cancel my, uh, stream. Alright, this is from, uh, NBC News. Amy Schumer, Emily Radkowski arrested at the Brent Kavanaugh protest. Cut number four, go. May the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. Yeah, skip that. For Kavanaugh is a vote saying women don't matter. Yes. Let's stay together. Let's fight. Let's keep showing up. Okay, okay, so for those of you guys listening on the audio podcast, uh, basically this arrest that they're claiming is basically just the cops escorting them out in a line without handcuffs and, you know, like these protesters are doing like, like a... I think they're doing a white power symbol, if or gesture. They're doing, yeah. They're 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 literally. Oh my God! They're they're doing the they're doing the white powers. Uh, you know, victory symbol or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. That's not being that's not being arrested, okay? I've never I've never been um you know, I I've never been in trouble with the cops, but I certainly know that being arrested is not being politely escorted. Uh I mean, well, I mean, you know, we have people who tune into this show who can tell you what uh you know, being arrested is actually like just saying.
Okay, and that was the end of the clip. Yeah, uh, yeah, so like I said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if that wasn't a, if that was an arrest, uh, then boy, the, the the cops have really gotten soft if that was considered an arrest. So, when I when I when I first when I first heard the Emily Radzikowski guy, I I always wanted to see her like in handcuffs or something right I mean yeah alright yeah anywho yeah and that also made news for some reason but uh anyway ladies and gentlemen I uh you know I think overall like I said I'm ecstatic that this happened uh, I think Kavanaugh is going to be a, an excellent Supreme Court justice. At least, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know for sure, but I'm, I have pretty good doubts. Uh, I, I mean, I have pretty good feelings that he's going to be a good justice. And, uh, I doubt he'll, I mean, he, he's definitely going to remember this incident. This was his baptism by fire, uh, moment. And this was the moment when he got red pill, pilled, and I think he's definitely going to be a fair judge. That is something that the left is also freaking out about. They're saying, oh, he does have the uh, temperament to be a good Supreme Court justice because he flipped out on, uh, you know, he flipped out on the Senate uh, members who were accusing him of stuff. Uh, well, you know, how would you guys... And to them I would ask, well, how would you guys, uh, you know, react if you were being accused of something you didn't do? So, again, Justice Kavanaugh, this is to you, my friend. And uh, I'm glad to be drinking on the show in your honor, folks. I, In uh, his honor. And like I said, I usually don't do it, but I usually don't drink on air. But uh, I'm willing to make more, more of an exception tonight. Hell, I'm going. I'm willing to have one beer for this podcast and then one for the American Watchmen roundtable. So, uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, taste, tasty liberal tears. Uh, there's also a meme I love of this where it's Lindsey Graham and. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh out there both uh, saying how much they like beers. Oh, speaking of, I just want to play uh, this clip because I can't believe I'm going to say this. But uh, let's also give a toast specifically to uh, to Lindsey Graham, who I never would have thought would be the MVP since he was a big neocon and kind of like a, a McCain, uh, you know, uh, subservient, but I I honestly do think that after uh, McCain died, like a, a whatever Dean was possessing Lindsey Graham left uh, his body because this I played it for you a few weeks ago, but again it's just too glorious, and 
absolutely spectacular. Let's just play this little highlight from the uh, the confirmation hearing last week. This was one of the most badass things I've seen in a long time. Are you aware that at 9.23, on the night of July the 9th, the day you were nominated to the Supreme Court by President Trump, Senator Schumer said, 23 minutes after your nomination, I will oppose Judge Kavanaugh's nomination with everything I have. I have a bipartisan, and I hope a bipartisan majority will do the same. The stakes are simply too high for anything less. Well, if you weren't aware of it, you are now. Did you meet with Senator Dianne Feinstein on August 20th? I did meet with Senator Feinstein. Did you know that her staff had already recommended a lawyer to Dr. Ford? I did not know that. Did you know that her and her staff had this allegations for over 20 days? I did not know that at the time. If you wanted an FBI investigation, you could have come to us. What you want to do is destroy this guy's life, hold this seat open, and hope you win in 2020. You've said that, not me. You've got nothing to apologize for. When you see Sotomayor and Kagan, tell them that Lindsey said hello, because I voted for them. I would never do to them what you've done to this guy. This is the most unethical sham since I've been in politics. And if you really wanted to know the truth, you sure as hell wouldn't have done what you've done to this guy. Are you a gang rapist? No. I cannot imagine what you and your family have gone through. Boy, y'all want power. God, I hope you never get it. I hope the American people can see through this sham that you knew about it and you held it. You had no intention of protecting Dr. Ford. None. She's as much of a victim as you are. God, I hate to say it because these have been my friends. But let me tell you, when it comes to this, you're looking for a fair process. You came to the wrong town at the wrong time, my friend. Do you consider this a job interview? The advice and consent role is like a job. You consider that you've been through a job interview. I've been through a process of advice and consent under the Constitution. Which Would you has, say you've been through hell? I, I've been through uh, hell and then some. This is not a job interview. Yeah. This is hell. This, this, this is going to destroy the ability of good people to come forward because of this crap. Your high school yearbook. You have interacted with professional women all your life, not one accusation. You're supposed to be Bill Cosby this is when just you're a junior and awesome. senior in high school. And all of a sudden you got over it. It's been my understanding that if you drug women and rape them for two years in high school, you probably don't stop. Here's my understanding. If you lived a good life, people would recognize it like the American Bar Association has the gold standard. His integrity is absolutely unquestioned. He is the very circumspect in his personal conduct, harbors yes. no vices or prejudices. He's entirely ethical, is a really decent person. He is yes. warm, friendly, unassuming. He's the nicest person, the ABA. The one thing I can tell you, you should be proud of, Ashley, you should be proud of this. 
that you raised a daughter who had the good character to pray for Dr. Ford. To my Republican colleagues, if you vote no, you're legitimizing the most despicable thing I have seen in my time in politics. You want this seat? I hope you never get it. I hope you're on the Supreme Court. That's exactly where you should be. And I hope that the American people will see through this charade. And I wish you well. And I intend to vote for you. And I hope everybody who's fair-minded will. Lindsey Graham deserves a fucking Emmy for that. Uh, I mean, that that monologue from from uh, from Lindsey Graham right there that was something out of like a courtroom drama movie or something, but way better because it's actual life. And for those of you who were listening on on who are listening on the audio podcast, if you haven't seen that clip. Go on YouTube and watch it. I guarantee you it's worth it. And I, w- I was also fist pumping all throughout that uh, thing just because it's so awesome. Like I said, Lin- Lindsey Graham, I'm, sh- I'm shocked that he's the MVP, uh, but he is. And, uh, you know, he got the, uh, he got the Republicans in, in he got the Republicans in in line. Even Jeff Flake, uh, you know, voted for uh, Kavanaugh after everyone else was saying he won it. So uh, you know, there you have it, folks. Lindsey Graham is the MVP. Uh, Kavanaugh's in the Supreme Court. I'm drinking beer. I'm about ready to finish your show and then go go to another show where we celebrate uh, Kavanaugh's for even more. So, folks, I want to thank you for uh, tuning into the show tonight. Great show, fantastic. Couldn't be more thrilled with uh, today's events and with this show. Thank you all for tuning in. Thanks to uh, Island for popping in. I uh, I've missed you. We need to. Uh, DM and maybe plan like a collaboration or something. Glad to have you back in the uh, in the room, Gabe, uh, Brian, everyone else who popped in to the chat, and thanks to uh, all of the supporters on both Patreon and uh, Anchor payments too. Uh, folks, Rob's here at NGC Studios. Have a good night. God bless. God save this great nation. And please. In honor of Justice Kavanaugh, have a beer, folks. You deserve it. Thank you, good night, and God bless, and God bless America. And just like that, folks, this week's podcast is coming to a close. I'd like to thank you all for listening to this week's episode. Once again, cheers to Justice Kavanaugh and uh, the Supreme Court nomination. Congratulations to him and to President Trump. Congrats also to uh, Lindsey Graham, who was the real MVP 
as I said during the podcast. And folks, most of all, I want to thank you. You guys are the MVPs of the Whitfield Report. You, Sam's Savages, you are the MVPs. So I want to thank you so much for listening. Thank you for uh, contributing to the show on Patreon and on Anchor Listener Support. Uh, If you'd like to contribute to the show, if you haven't done so already, please, by all means, go to anchor.fm forward slash Whitfield Report and uh, click on support this show. Or you can just tap the link on your show notes. Yeah. And just like that, you'll be uh, taken to the page where you can uh, contribute uh, to the show financially and help us grow and uh, sustain the podcast. And we take Apple Pay and Android Pay. So you don't even need to show me your uh, credit card. I won't even see it. It'll just go through Apple Pay. It's awesome. It's great. Just like the good folks at Anchor who uh, support this podcast. They're awesome and great as well. All right, folks. uh, Thank you for tuning into the show. Have a great week. And I'll see you uh, next episode. God bless and God save this great nation. Thank you.